I'm so glad that you joined me today for my podcast. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Father Abraham today and how it applies to us and and what we can learn about this uh, man that God chose. Out of everybody in the earth, he chose Abraham to make this covenant with. And I want to just read a little bit um, from Galatians 3. Um, We start over in like verse 6. It says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. It goes down, verse 9, so then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. It goes down, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That is some pretty amazing um, promises and, and things that were provided for us because of Abraham and what he had done for us and, and for what all that represents when it's referring to Christ and the, the kingdom of God and the children of God. Um, I, I just think it's very remarkable. And, you know, I know you're probably, I'm sure, familiar with the story about how when God went to make this covenant, this blessing covenant that he made with Abraham, he actually put Abraham to sleep. And he swore by himself because he could find no greater to swear by, which is a very powerful thought that you're no longer, um, you're not in a position to blow this because God made the promise by himself. Our faith is in the fact that God is true. He cannot lie. And whatever he's promised you, he is going to do it. It's already done, as a matter of fact. You know, the enemy would just like to stall it, to hold up your blessing, to hinder your manifestation, because he would like to convince you that somehow you've done something wrong, you no longer are qualified, you're not eligible for the blessings of God and for the promises of God, and so you need to quit believing God. You know, God is angry with you. I mean, this is the kind of stuff the enemy will tell you, and it doesn't matter if you're trying to um, advance in a ministry or if you're trying to compete in the corporate world, or maybe just trying to raise your family and keep your children on track and help them to be your godly heritage, whatever it is you're believing God for, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, the enemy would always like for you to think that somehow you have to earn it. Your work is included in that. And the Bible is very clear when it says, um, no man... It's, it's not based on you at all, lest any man should boast. You know, you're not going to have the right to brag about how wonderful you are. You're going to have to give all the credit to the Lord because only through the Lord can we obtain all these promises. And, you know, you think about, okay, so Abraham was asleep. He, he couldn't even be awake during the ceremony. Well, you know, Adam and Eve had one rule, one rule, and they blew it. And, you know, the thing is, Every single one of us have also blown it before, so we would have done the same thing that Adam and Eve did, which is really sad um, that we're no better than them. But Abraham, God knowing he needed to make a covenant with somebody, he just put him to sleep, and he swore by himself. But I wanted to show you why he chose Abraham to be the father why he decided that Abraham was the one that would 
um, carry this promise, that he would be the one that it would manifest through. And we find that over in Genesis um, chapter 18 and verse 19. Um, Well, let's start in verse 18. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord and do justice and judgment. And the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. That is amazing. So he's saying, you know, yeah, he could have chose anybody, but he knew that if he chose Abraham, what Abraham was going to do differently than so many other people was that Abraham was going to command his children and he was going to lead his household after him. And they would keep the way of the Lord because Abraham was going to instill in his children the value of God and the value of your relationship with God and how that affects the outcome of your life. So many people are thinking it's luck. It's just, you know, chance. It's It's, um, you know, some people get opportunities. We don't. You know, you're just born that way. Nothing could be further from the truth. Nobody chooses who they're born to. Nobody chooses what nationality they are or what country they're in or what ethnicity they are. Or We don't get to choose that. We are born into a situation and we have to make decisions on where we're going to end up. That we do get to choose. We get to decide if we're going to follow the Lord and do things His way and end up successful accomplishing the will of God that has been placed into our lives before we were even conceived. We get to choose that. But the beautiful thing about Abraham is he had enough sense. Not only his dad had started on this journey and his dad stopped and and made camp and set up and established his family you know, and then God had to come to Abraham, the next generation, and say, come on out, away from here. I got something for you to do. So Abraham took up the torch and went. The beautiful thing about it was Abraham understood that his inheritance, his lineage, everything that he was going to reap and have be a part of needed to continue through his seed. He needed to teach them. He needed to explain it to them. He needed to be very upfront. You know, I'm going to just be honest with you. So many people spend all of their time at dealing with their children in in a a few things like, one, they lie to their children about every happy experience that the child has. From Christmas to Easter to Tooth Fairy to, I mean, everything that they do with their child for years is all based on lies. And and then they when they do try to teach the word of God to their children, I'm so sorry to say this but I witness it continuously. They try to be religious and spiritual and all they want to talk to their children about are those 10 commandments. You know, you shouldn't do this. You did this. You've upset God. You've made God mad. And let me tell you something. That's not how you pass on your lineage and how you teach your children 
to walk in the abundant life that God provided for them. Because let me explain. As your children continue to go forward and they manifest the kingdom of God in their lives also, because of what you've done, you are going to continue to reap an inheritance. You're going to continue to reap rewards in heaven because of your lineage and all the powerful things that they continue to do. This is your greatest harvest field are your children. And we have got to think about what we're doing. If only, if the only time you talk to your children about God is when you're telling them that he's angry with them or when you're telling them that, you know, they've done something evil against God and he's mad at them, you are assuring yourself that your children are going to run from God. That is not the message that Abraham taught. Abraham passed that great blessing that he taught his children about because they wanted it. And his children and his children's children and then generation after generation, they wanted their father to declare the blessing of God over their life. And they believed what their father said. And they had faith in the fact that their father was correct. And they reaped these incredible lives where they continue to prosper and they continue to impact the world and they continue to be in charge. Even when adverse situations came up, even when the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing came up, every time something crazy came up, Abraham and his seed was able to rise up and get the victory in that situation. He taught his children about God, but he taught his children the positive about God how God loves you anyway. You know, his children made mistakes. They did stupid things. But do you know what? The blessing of God would be passed down and they were going to still be able to walk in it. They, they made all kinds of crazy choices, but they were able to go forward and have victory. And same thing with us. None of us are perfect. And if all you ever do when you're teaching your children about God is to teach them how bad they are and how sinners they are and how God is angry with them, you cannot expect a very good harvest from your children for generations to come. Once you get the blessing of God established in your life, once the blessing of God is working in your life, it's so much simpler for the next generation to pick it up and move forward. But they have got to have an understanding about what it is. They've got to understand God is just that good. God is so good, as a matter of fact, that we get all these blessings and benefits, not because we've earned them, but because he paid the price so that we could secure the blessings of God. He made a promise by himself. He swore that if we would believe on the Lord Jesus, we would become a part of the family of God. We would become Abraham's seed. We would be entitled, entitled to the blessings and the manifestation of all the positive things that the Bible has for us. That our sin would not even be imputed to us anymore. That it would be cast from us as far as the east is from the west. That we would live in a, in a, a relationship of love and acceptance and wholeness where we were cared about beyond our ability to do all the do's. Every one of us falls short. Why do we want to teach our children that they're failures in God's eyes and then put this and saddle them with this huge burden of these rules that you can't do and neither can they. Instead, Abraham taught the blessing 
Abraham explained to his children how fortunate they were, that they were chosen, that they were selected to get to walk in an abundant life, that they were called to rule and reign and have dominion and win whenever life threw them horrible circumstances. I want to encourage you today. Teach your children the way that Abraham taught his children. Don't abuse your children with the word of God. Quit lying to your children. You know, they are young, but the only difference between their brain and your brain is they haven't had the experiences yet. That's it. All the information that is put into their brain, they can process it and they're not stupid. And they know when they're hearing the truth and they know when they're not. And their learning and their relationship with you is being established based on things that people don't want their relationship established on. But they think, oh, well, they're just kids. They won't know. They won't remember. Yes, they do. They do know. They do remember. And it does affect them. Let's give them a little bit of credit. That's what Abraham did. And he taught his children how good God was to them and how good God wanted to continually bless their family and their, and their line and their heritage. And some of us, it takes us 40 years, 50 years to undo all the teaching that we received that was wrong for us to get into this word and to dig in and try to, um, you know, Figure out what is it actually saying? What is the truth of the Word of God so that we can step into that victory? I'm telling you, at this point in my life, I'm going to teach my children every good thing about God that I possibly can so that they can avoid 40 years, 50 years of having to try to sort it out for themselves. God is good, and He's good to all of us, and He wants to bless us. Jesus Christ died for us to be able to be adopted into the family so that Abraham would be our father, so that we could go forward and we could live a victorious life. Let's teach our kids about that. Let's teach our children about how good God is. And let's teach them some truth. Man, so bad. I don't want, you know, we're promised 120 years. I believe I'll live longer than that. I think I'm going to rapture out of here someday. But if, if, I don't know. I don't know how it'll turn out. That's fine. I can deal with it. But I want my seed to continue pressing on. I want them to continue to establish the kingdom of God more than anything else. I want them to assure victory for my seed forever. And I'm telling you what, that's what Abraham wanted. And that's why God chose him. And I say, hey, let's take a tip from him. Let's, let's follow his lead. Amen. And let's figure out how to do this thing and get our, our seed some good, strong victory. Listen, I'm so glad that you tuned in today. I mean, I'm really passionate about the next generation and what God is trying to do with them. You know, I have a heart for, for children. I'm, I'm pushing free Christian education. And I want... I want you to follow me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or anywhere so I can continually try to keep you encouraged and I can try to help um, with some of these things that I've learned, you know, the hard way. If we, if we learn from each other, 
we, we can save ourselves a lot of time. Amen. So um, God bless you big. I'm thankful that you listen and I'll talk to you again real soon.